comes ahead on goal, and Jordan Morris has done it. Appealing in vain for offside, the Chicago Fire defenders. Jordan Morris from the doorstep saves the day for the Sounders. the other way. Look who's running hard after defensively. Wayne Rooney, the net is empty. Big collision by the captain. That is unbelievable effort. Rooney putting one up. Bacosta. The Stateside Soccer Show with Logan and Jordan. Hello and welcome to the Stateside Soccer Show. My name is Jordan Wiegand and with me today is a guy who doesn't need a costume to scare you on Halloween. It's Logan Sum. <laughs> oh, thanks, Jordan. Really appreciate that. <laughs> that was off the top of my head, too. Yeah, that was good. really good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any comeback. I've been flattened, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh now you know what though i think uh, i'm painting a probably incorrect picture for the audio listeners go to the youtube and see what a catch logan is yeah thank you um nothing like a 40 year old hairline on a 28 year old (laughs) hey looks make it looks distinguished (laughs) (laughs) distinguished gentleman uh but yeah we have uh uh, our friend Matt, who is on uh, is on our stoppage time soccer show show, uh, is a catch as well, and he just got caught. Uh, yeah, he with did. His, uh, his he pants down. I mean, his, in, yeah. he's getting engaged. Yeah. So, um, congrats to Matt. Yeah, it's a uh, you know Jordan and I are married, um, both to our lovely wives, and yeah. they they're both big listeners of the show. Um, every day, probably listen to every minute. Uh, I know Ashley's really up to date on her Orlando Joy City stuff. Listens to it every day, like she will re-listen to the <laughs> to the other ones. Uh, all five of Jordan's podcasts must really just eat Joy's day alive, just because there's just <laughs> so many of it. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, but you know who can't? Uh, I'm going to use the same segue as Thomas. You want to know who we can't congratulate? Who's Kevin that? Gilmore, who Why steps not? down so... from CF Montreal president and CEO. Maybe he's um, happy. Effective immediately, um, but he's going to remain as a consultant till the end of the 2021. <laughs> hey, does that ever, is that a real thing? Like, will he quit, really step down? And then if people are like, we got to call Kevin about this. Like, is he an actual <laughs> consultant or is it like a, this sounds good type of thing? I think what it ends up being is they'll probably call him and go, dude, do you know the uh, combination for the door lock? Cause we can't yeah. seem to get into this one closet in the back of the, the uh, shed out in the practice Academy. So yeah, we know. can't get into this. <laughs> you, uh, what you do with that? <laughs> uh, no, I can't imagine Jordan. Like he puts it on imagine? his resume. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I consult it. Yeah. Could you imagine stepping down from the position that you're currently in and saying, you know what, I'm going to be a consultant for the company 
Um, and they're going to continue to pay me for my efforts until the end of the year. Um, and I'll fill out my contract. And if they need me, just give me a holler. Uh, I'm pretty no. sure that, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm pr- pretty sure that uh, Mr. Gilmore uh, is floating away on his, um, probably his yacht uh, into the ocean as he celebrates the upcoming fall festivities and seasons, I guess. Holidays. Seasons come and go. Um so let's go ahead and, uh, I mean, look, we, we've talked about, um, you know, we, we've talked about in the past, like what that has done for Montreal fans. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I didn't realize this, but, uh, Kevin Gilmore worked for the Walt Disney company at a certain point, And he also, Maybe. uh, worked for the Montreal Canadians, LA Kings and Anaheim mighty Ducks. So I'm wondering if he was, member of the Anaheim Ducks team, like when, um, when Disney owned them. That's a good point. Um, another good point, I guess, would be the fact that maybe Shapex stepping down. <laughs> oh yeah. That's his next job. <laughs> yeah. That's his next job. Is, uh, We're really screwed then. He's going to change right. the name from Walt Disney world to Gilmore. Disney world impact. <laughs> oh man. My gosh. Uh, to something more generic, more worldwide appeal. It'll be called IP park. IP park. Yeah, there you just go. tons of intellectual properties scattered throughout. Um, but enough Disney, I guess, because uh, people don't need to hear our opinions on that, I guess. Um, what we wanted to cover today, of course, was the weekend results that had happened and the midweek results that had happened. And we also have uh, we also have who can clinch the playoffs. Uh, we have a game going on tonight, uh, right? At least one. Yeah, we what do we have here? LAFC uh, tonight against Vancouver, and that game is going to be played at the Bank of California Stadium. So, yes, a big. Uh, and then we have uh, five tomorrow. So mm-hmm. we'll preview those. Uh, some teams can clinch playoff spots uh, today and tomorrow, and then we have Sunday, which you know is before we record next. And I think we decided we are going to be doing um, conference. E- are we going with the East then? That's yeah, a, I that's think a what East. one o'clock kickoff. Yeah. Three o'clock kickoff. What time is that? Three o'clock. I think o'clock. Uh, around the. Uh, that's Eastern nice. That'll be, that'll be a little early. Mm. Um. Yeah. So we might go live for that. Um, Twitter now lets us go live too, so you can just check us out there or the YouTube. Yeah. when we go live and we'll definitely tweet it out if uh you know when we do but uh yeah so let's go ahead and talk about who can clinch so atlanta can clinch a spot verse uh with a win versus red bulls they could also clinch a spot if they tie versus red bulls and uh, montreal lose or tie versus houston now, Red Bulls have a week, and that is win against Atlanta. Then they clinch a spot in the playoffs. Uh, so here's what Orlando needs to clinch without playing. Montreal, loser, tie versus Houston. If, if we look at the standings, mm-hmm. Orlando with the draw against Nashville is was almost a certain uh, <laughs> clinch, right? right? We were talking about this via text. But because Montreal has two game, a game in hand, 
mm-hmm. and also plays against Orlando in that last game, the 34th game. Mm-hmm. If they win both of those, they would have 49 points, which would put them above Orlando. Uh, now, also that you know, Orlando is still in fifth place. They could still, uh, they could still not have a problem. Right. You know, they're, they're like DC is four points behind with one game to go. So that's really why Montreal has to draw or lose, and Orlando can clinch without even playing a game. Uh, and I ask you, our resident Orlando season ticket holder and fan, is that what's going to happen this week? I mean, they're playing against a Houston team that has not really been good. I was going to say, I mean, the one advantage about Houston is they're playing for nothing except just to, to spoil. And spoilers are always fun because I think there there tends to be some more excitement for them because they finally have a game to play for a reason. And, they, you know, over the last couple of weeks, they've not really been playing for a reason. I would say that Montreal should be aware of what's going on. Um, but I do think that Montreal, uh, given them circumstances, I, I do think they know going in that they've got to beat this team in order to keep their their playoffs alive. Um, and I do think that Montreal win uh, against Houston. I, I just don't see where Montreal let this game spoil. And plus, any sports team that I touch it tends to go to uh, sour immediately. So um, I'm going to go with that Montreal wins, and then it'll be a really fun game between Montreal and Orlando. Uh, because That's definitely that. one that we'll be talking about on Sunday mm-hmm. when we go Eastern Conference yeah. live. Um, because that one is probably going to have the biggest implication directly. You know, like if Montreal, and here's the thing, if Montreal can win tomorrow night uh, on Wednesday, Mm -hmm. then, and I think neutral fans should want that, right? Yeah, I think so. I think they should, because then that'll put so much emphasis on Orlando versus Montreal, Mm -hmm. and it's like, okay, now here it is. Like you can either, you know, like, what Orlando would only need a draw at that yeah. point. Um, Both those games being in Montreal, so uh, again that could be a blast and a half. If uh, I, I'm kind of rooting for it, I, I don't want to. And they we, got rid of their CEO, Orlando, right? So yeah, I mean, like, right. uh, I don't know if that affects anything because he's right. still, you know, consulting. Yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see, I guess, on how that does. Yeah, I don't think it'll be an interesting match just because I think that. Being home for those two games and they haven't been able to play in Canada a whole lot, I think that'll be a blast and the atmosphere will be great. So. All right, so let's take a look at the uh, Vancouver Whitecaps. They can clinch a spot in the playoffs miraculously with a win versus LAFC. And where they currently sit in the West is in seventh place. Uh, LAFC sits ninth, three points behind. So that's why that is kind of like the correlation there. They won't be able to catch the LAFC would not be able to catch them anymore. Mm. Um, and I guess RSL would not be able to catch them anymore either. So, uh, well, maybe technically, but yeah, well, I'm going to trust what they have here um, because that put them at 50 points with one game to go. RSL w- still has two games to go and at 45. So they could still. Well, Vancouver, yeah, it's weird that they'd be able to clinch with one game to go. Then, uh, uh, whatever. Um, I, I'm guessing it's just because LAFC would be knocked out, but I, I do wonder about RSL then. But uh, whatever. Um, now that's it. That can clinch a berth. So what we're looking at next is clinching a seed. 
Okay, mm-hmm. so Nashville will clinch a top four seed if Atlanta loses or draws with New York Red Bull. Philadelphia will clinch a top four seed if Atlanta lose or draw versus New York. There you go. That's that is your seedings right now. That's it. Like those are the only two teams that can clinch a seeding spot. Would be Nashville um, and Philly, who. Uh, in what New England is the only one that's really clinched their spot in the yeah. East. Uh, everybody else is in Philly, Nashville, and NYCFC are in the playoffs. They just haven't been able to clinch a top four, mm-hmm. and NYCFC still can't. Okay, uh, who who can be eliminated this week? This midweek here, Montreal if they lose versus Houston, or. If they draw versus Houston and New York Red Bull and Atlanta draw. So that is what is coming up here. So by the time you're listening to this, because this will release on Wednesday, you will know if Vancouver clinched by beating LAFC. So, uh, you know, just pause it, scream at your radio telling us who was... uh, you know who who moved on or if Vancouver clinched or not call us names if you want and then press play again and you're back i can't Hello. believe the white caps uh the white caps <laughs> won that game man it's wild that lafc I, yeah know, they were winning three nothing that. 20 minutes yeah. in and then uh Bob Riley just subbed all yeah, 11 subs yeah in the 33rd minute it made no sense but it's weird isn't it white caps came back one that seven to three all right, uh, so there, those are your clinching scenarios. So, you know, if we look at the games that just took place, uh, we had on Tuesday, October 26th, LAFC beat Seattle 3-0. I think we talked about that, mm-hmm. didn't we? Yeah, because we recorded We didn't later. talk about the Wednesday yeah, games. We recorded later that day. Yeah. Okay, so Atlanta beat Miami 2-1. Revs beat Colorado 1-0. That was going on while we were recording. Yeah, and that's uh, when I split the record. Yeah. Nashville, Nashville <laughs> with the six-three win. Uh, this was we were joking about this after we recorded because by the time we were done recording and we were talking to each other, Cincinnati was uh, up two nil, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we were making jokes about how that was similar to their uh, what for week two or week one. Yeah, week one. One, yeah, I think it was week one. And then um, we had, you know, we're, we're texting back and forth afterwards because it actually becomes 2-1, then 3-1, 3-2, and that's halftime. Yeah. Then it stays 3-2 all the way up until the uh, uh, 71st minute when, you know, Cincinnati is in the lead. Sapong scores in the 71st minute. Liao scores in the 76th. And uh, Loba scoring in the 80th to make it 5-3. And and then you have uh, uh, Sapong again in the 90-plus-2 to seal it with a 6-3 victory. And Cincinnati, what are you doing? They don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure that they know, right? I mean, that, that it's been like this all season, Jordan. This is why they're the Wooden Spoon champions. I mean, they're... Yeah. they're they three straight years. I mean, yeah. that's impressive. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be mean because the re- why it's impressive one is right. We don't even have like three back to back MLS winners <laughs> of yeah. some time, right? Yeah. With the parity in this league, you would think 
you know, occasionally some other team might drop down and get the wooden spoon. Mm-hmm. But um, no, it, it is it is uh, Cincinnati. And I saw some really good tweets. I, I feel sorry for the Cincy fans here, um, you know, where they edited um, the Cincinnati logo and each eye in the name was a wooden Their spoon. Spoons, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it really fit perfectly. And I'm kind of happy they got the wooden spoon just for that picture. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, we're rooting for you. You know, you got a brand new stadium. Um, We're going to have to see how your team turns around here. But, you know, only three seasons in the league, um, three wooden spoons and like a million managers already, a couple of GMs. I mean, I I don't know. (laughs) This Mm is, I mean, we're hoping there's some stability now, um, you know, with with new um, management, but. I don't know. I don't know where this team goes from here. Whole different direction. They we'll need do a defense. A, we'll do a moratorium on the, their season, I guess, uh, in the um, uh, later, you know, like in another yeah. uh, offseason pod that we do. 72 goals given up, Jordan. That's nuts. Like, <laughs> that's got to be closing in on some kind of record. I mean, that's it's, I mean, it's insane. Um, 72 goals. They've only scored 36, right? Yeah, so that's one of the worst teams in the attack uh, in the whole league. Um, they are definitely the worst defense by a large margin. Um, how, how many goals? 72. 72. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Um, are they really closing in on record? Yes. Do you want to know who owns the record? San Jose. No. Orlando City. No. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? You're scared. Or Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> 75. That's doable. That's three goals. That's very doable for them. Who do they play next? Well, 75 is this article from September of 2019. It may have actually gotten worse as the season went along there, I guess. Um, I can check the um, I'm, I'm trying... MLS's thing up on Google, and I can usually go back and check through standings um, by year, I can tell how many goals were allowed. You said 2019? Yeah. 75 goals allowed? That's what it was uh, okay. then, yeah. Okay, so 75 goals allowed. It's 2019. They weren't worse last year because they had a shortened season. 2018, yeah, it looks like 79 or 75. The, looks so it was 75 record. total? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's what it was at, like end of September. So I'm just okay. wondering. They probably went into October that year too. So I'm, I'm just yeah. trying to figure out like what the – oh, I can check. Hold on. I'm on FB ref. Hold on. 2019, they conceded se- – yeah, 75. So yeah. They, they made it however many more um, games after that, may- unless that was the last game of the season. But they right. made it through – they played one more game and gave up no goals. That's what it was. Mm. So they could have had an even worse record. And they have one more game now, right? Against Atlanta. <laughs> it might get ugly. They might pass that record if it's they a 4 nothing. tie it, definitely. I could totally see them tying it. Let's strive for greatness. Let's go for the goal. Uh, Make record. it the worst Cincinnati season of all time. And yeah. um, that could be interesting. Yeah, because they're going to finish lower than they did in 2019 with 20 points, looks like. Yeah. Uh, 2019 yeah, way back. Twenty. I'm still getting used to FB ref and how the how this sorts everything. 2018 San Jose had 21. 
27. Yeah, yeah. So they yeah. had 24 points in 2019. This might be one of the overall worst seasons that a team has had. I'm going back. I'm all the way back at 2015, and there's not anybody lower than 20 points. Yeah. This is like relegation. <laughs> Does Louisville come up now? I shouldn't say that. It's really mean, but <laughs> and they were they probably just didn't, we just lost all of our Cincinnati followers, I think. But uh, we'll gain them back when we have the Cincy talk, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other bad thing. They have the nicest podcasters in probably the whole. Oh, world. I know. Universe. They have a really nice stadium. And yeah. They have a really good fan base. It's just it's brutal. Mm. Uh, Orlando, talk about brutal. Uh, three uh, yeah, two Columbus uh, wins that game. Um, two mm. goals in the first thirty minutes by Barry and Etienne, um, and then we had a equalizer with Daryl DK in the penalty spot. Then Lucas Zellerion with a really great goal in the sixty-first minute, and then Janssen scoring in the ninety-plus two to make it three-two, and that was it. Um, Orlando just kind of in free fall uh, mode currently. Mm. Um, now, good thing is uh, they're only, you know, two points back of fourth place, so they could actually still gain a, a home playoff game. But if they don't get a home playoff game, Logan, I want to ask you here. Uh, I'm sorry I'm asking you so many Orlando questions, I guess, but yeah. is are they a one-and-done in the playoffs? I think so. Yeah, I don't think they went yeah. on the road. They're not a very good road team at all. They don't That's what score I'm kind of getting vibe wise is that they're they're not going to be around no. long in the playoffs. They might be one of the weaker teams right now, Jordan. I mean, as far as the Eastern Conference is concerned, I would I would put Atlanta uh, in Orlando in that conversation as being the weak ones. I think Red Bull have gone on a run uh, for their last five. They've won, um, and I thought that they've looked dangerous and they win games late and that they're able to put games away. Um, so I think that actually Red Bull looked better than the NYCFC looks fantastic. Nashville looks okay. They're, they're kind of slowing down a little bit. Philly actually looks better than some of them. So yeah. I think, you know, when you really look at it uh, and New England's just kind of been playing uh, in cruise control. So yeah, I would say Orlando, if I had to pick, I'm going to say Orlando is probably the worst playoff team right now, even though they're sitting in the fifth spot. I can see that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um... They just can see. I mean, they had, they were, they were one of the best defenses. Now they're, they're even in goal differential. I mean, that's how bad it's been. Uh, mm-hmm. Their defense yeah. has just not been good, and, and Galese is not as good as he once was. And uh, they had some injury issues with him, and he's missed games because of Peru. And so it's just not been good at all. They definitely need better defenders. They do, um, and uh, they've all you know, fallen off quickly. Yeah, it's scary. Antonio Carlos is probably no Schlegel bagels recently. Yeah, no Schlegel bagels. <laughs> lots of uh, lots of uh, Einstein bagels are thrown somewhere else, but uh, yeah. probably throwing them all out. I guess waste or food poisoning. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Orlando can't keep anything out. I don't know if they're throwing out <laughs> anything. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. So that was uh, a result there. Columbus. Um. You you predicted a draw there, but Columbus got the win. Uh, DC United beat Red Bull on the 27th. That was a, that was a pretty good result there for mm. for DC to keep them afloat here. Um, they have, you know, th- th- they are only two points behind Red Bull as mm. it currently stands. Uh, Montreal beat Forge FC on penalties for the Canadian Championship um, play that they were in 
Um, then we had NYCFC beat Chicago 1-0. Not really surprising. Toronto drawing with Philly. Um, Philly had a lead. Toronto then equalized and took the lead, and then Philly equalized. That was an exciting game. RSL beat Dallas 2-1. SKC beat LA Galaxy 2-0. Um, then we had Portland versus San Jose uh, 2-0. And then Vancouver over Minnesota 2-1. So where we kind of stand here in the in the standings in the West, Minnesota, who was out of the playoff spot or flirting with out of the playoff yeah, spot, is now in fifth. Yeah. Right? Um, Portland's in fourth. Portland can have a home playoff game. That'd be mm-hmm. insane. Uh, LA is on the verge of falling out of the playoffs. I mean, RSL is only two points behind with a game in hand. Vancouver is equal on points with a game in hand. It's a little nerve wracking if you're uh, LA Galaxy, mm-hmm. but um, you know Chicharito did score last night with a draw for uh, for the Galaxy versus um, Sounders. Uh, then we had Monterey win the CONCACAF Champions League versus Club America, um, 1-0. Then Saturday, we had some games. We had NYCFC beat Inter-Miami, 3-1. San Jose beating RSL, 4-3. Red Bull beating Montreal, 1-0. Hmm. Atlanta with Toronto, 1-1. Columbus smashing DC, 3-1. And Dallas over Austin, 2-1. Then on the Sunday night games, uh, we had uh, some spooky matchups here. We had Minnesota uh, winning against SKC 2-1, Colorado beating Houston 1-0, Orlando-Nashville drawing 1-1, and Philly beating Cincinnati 2-0. So SKC lose, um, and we get, you know, I don't know if you saw this, but Amado uh, Dia, right, uh, mm-hmm. who plays for SKC Defender, makes an awful tackle on Reynoso, mm. somehow gets a <laughs> yellow card, and uh, he... They, 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 I, don't, I don't know if they go... They, I don't know if they went to VAR or not, but they um, no, they didn't because no, they were tweeting about it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think so. Like this is why VAR was used. <laughs> disciplinary committee uh, saw it and um, suspended him. One match uh, yeah. suspension, I think, is what he's got here. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he's going to be uh, suspended for November third, mm-hmm. but. One, this is another only one game suspension that we think should be, you know, probably two. And what is that with SKC lately? That's that's two dangerous plays that should have been Reds in the last, uh, like, what, three match days or whatever? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think it's something in the water. I don't know if it's because they're trying to play as if they're chippy. They've always been kind of chippy. but Oh, it, yeah, they've always been. Like, there, I yeah. think that, like, I think it's, it's profound now because I think they're starting to – not play as well as they were. I think that there's some issues, um, you know, going forward that they've got to be a little concerned about. Um, but I don't know. I, I think it's it's a mixture of things. Um, I think that you know it it definitely has a lot to do with them trying to reign supreme in that side in that conference. And I think that losing this game is frustrating because I think they think you know we're one of the better teams out here, and and these other teams need to respect us in a way but i think that you know some of these teams are taking it right to kansas city i think the western conference is just 
stacked with a lot of talent. But I don't know. I mean, it really does feel like recently that they've just been frustrated with a lot of things. I, it doesn't really make sense. They've won the last two games um, that they played before this, and but then you know they've had they had an upsetting loss against Vancouver. Um, maybe not playing as sharp as they wanted to, or Peter Vermees is like, you know, we really got to step on the gas to really accelerate into the playoffs. And maybe they're taking that a little too bit extreme and the intensity has been ramped up and they think intense means to go out here and I guess attack people. <laughs> like that was, that was as close as that. Um, gosh, who was it that, uh, who was it that got hurt for Portland early on? It was um, Galaxy in Portland and the Galaxy player went absolutely just, completely disastrous tackle. I forget exactly who it was that got hurt now. Um, Blanca? Was, yes. Uh, yeah. I think, no. Was it? Blanca? No, he was coming back from injury. No, I was going to say it was one of their, who was their midfielder? I, gotta t- I mean, it was, and he'd been playing pretty well. I can't remember the name now. Um, I'll have to look it up. But uh, yeah, it just seems like this has just been frustration, which doesn't really make sense with supporting Kansas City, but who knows at this point. Who was that? It was uh, – oh, it was Andy Polo. That's who it was. Yeah. Yeah, that's who it was. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, I don't don't know the answer to that. So, I'm not sure what was – What's going on with them? Um, Because I don't have too much to be frustrated about, I don't think. I I just think they're careless, but – you know, Reynoso's very lucky he didn't have like a career ending injury or a season yeah. ending injury on that. That's uh that's for sure. Okay, uh so let's uh, so that's all the results that have happened uh so far. Yes. Um so we have uh well Seattle and LA, which you know was uh, like I said, Chicharito scoring. Um who missed a lot of time, but what still had like 15 goals? Uh, Trito had, yeah, 20 matches, 15 goals. That's pretty great. 19 <laughs> <insane>. starts. Um, <laughs> That's wild. You know, for, for how bad he played, you know, since he joined, the fact that he this year was able to turn it on like I kind of thought he would. Um, still miss all the time and still score like 15 goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 15 I mean, and 20. Is, let me check the stats here. Um, 15 and 23 assist. He had. Okay. So guess shots. who leads. So Castellanos leads goals with 18. Yeah. Tati. He's only three. He's only three off of that. And he's played 20 games. Yeah. Castellanos has played 31. Mm-hmm. Kamara has played 27 and has 17 goals. Rio Diaz, 17 goals in 26 games. Buxa, 31 games, 16 goals. Like, for him to be up there uh, with the 15 goals out of 20 games is is just amazing. Yeah, when you look at that, too, you really see. I mean, if you look at the Golden Boot run, uh, it looks like Castellanos is favored to win that one. Um, but I, I do yeah, think that such you a got, little time left. Yeah, and if Rio Diaz had been healthy and playing, I think he'd had a better chance at that, too. Buxa really came into form later on uh, in the season as they started to really ramp up. Ola Kamara, <laughs> it was like he came on real fast and onto the scene, and there he is. Um, Jalowy played really well, and Jalowy will get some shouts for MVP too because he's played so well um, on the wing for SKC. So that's been a big part of their season. 
But really, like Jordan, you you have a lot of prolific goal scorers here. I mean, you've got guys that I didn't even think we thought would be in this conversation when you when you flip back to the beginning of the calendar year. I didn't. Yeah. I had no idea that Cassianos Kamara uh, would be up there near the top. Um, shall we? I guess too. So I, I don't know. A lot of guys showed up to play, and those teams are all sitting pretty as far as at least trying to contend for the playoffs. Well, a couple of those teams in them, most of those teams in them, except. Um, I guess in the outskirts is DC, but they've played extremely well. Yeah. When I look at this, I don't know if I had to pick mm-hmm. MVP right now. I was going to say, this is like a tight one, huh? Yeah. You know, Gil, uh, you know, Hill was running Hill, away with yeah. it, right? He was running away with it. He, he really was. But now if I look at it, I mean, let me look at, I have to really look at all the stats here. Um, I want to look at uh, attacking stats, I guess. So let's say we're looking at Carlos Heel. I don't even see him on this list. I was going to say, he's not high on the goal list. He must, hey, he's got four goals. Four How many goals. Assists? He's got <laughs> 17, right? 18. <laughs> okay. That's a lot. Yeah, but if you look at Mukhtar, yeah, yeah, Mukhtar, fifteen goals mm-hmm. and twelve assists. I mean, that's pretty dang good. There's been a lot of good players. Like I, like you said, I mean, I think because of how good New England's been, I think Carlos Hill will get the get the nod. But Castellanos, eighteen goals, eight assists. You had Shallowy, sixteen goals, eight assists. Gustavo Bo. Um, 15 goals, nine assists. We we're not, we haven't, they really haven't talked about him much. Like I know Carly's heel is, is prolific in that creative role, the magician, but I mean, Gustavo Bo, without him, they're not as successful. And without books, so they're not as successful or successful. As I think if, been. I think if he'll didn't miss as much time, yeah. he would be running away with it right now. I'd give it to Mukhtar. I mean, when you look at, uh, Nashville, they're in third place of the East. Hmm. They could get all the way up to second. And they have a guy that's just put so much stats. Like, I don't know, Nashville probably not as high like that, but if he's not there. But I feel like if we're looking at MVP, if Carlos Heel did miss time and New England just kept trucking. So I, yeah. I don't know how he's got a lot more valuable to his team he is. You know, like, of course he is. But what I'm saying is, like, you know, that's how I kind of look at it for MVP of any sport. Mm. Okay, if I took him out, yeah, is this team is this team doing anything? And the answer yeah. is no for Mokhtar, I think. Yeah, no, I I like that I like that statement. I I, I think that's how it should be played, yeah. Jordan. But I, I know I know the way that people think it'll be Carlos oh, yeah, Hill yeah. just because of how well they played. They pretty much already said it. I think yeah. like Tom Bogart said that, uh, or was it State School that said? I think it was State School. He had um, Carlos Hill running away with it, mm-hmm. but. You know, now looking at Mukhtar stats, it's a little closer. But I think some people, you know, the narrative has just gotten out that, oh, it's Carlos Hill who's winning it this year. Yeah. Um, and I don't think anything is going to change that for anybody. Except for me. So I'm out. There you go. Uh, I'll give it to Mukhtar. Spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah. Okay, so let's look ahead to what we have. Uh, so tonight is LAFC versus Vancouver. That game's already happened if you're listening. Tomorrow, or the day you're listening, Wednesday, would be November 3rd. Montreal versus Houston, 7.30. Red Bull versus Atlanta at 
Toronto versus Pacific FC in the Canadian Championship at 7.30. Austin versus SKC at 9. Those games are on ESPN+. Plus. Salt Lake versus Portland is on ESPN2 at 10.30. Then we have on um, uh, November 7th, it's Decision Day. We'll be going live for the 3.30 games. Cincinnati versus Atlanta. Columbus versus Chicago. Montreal versus Orlando. The ESPN game is Nashville versus New York, which should be fun. New England versus Miami. NYCFC versus uh, Philly. And Toronto versus DC. Those are the 3.30 games. 6 o'clock games. Colorado LAFC. Kansas City uh, versus Salt Lake. LA Galaxy versus Minnesota on FS1. Portland versus Austin at 6. San Jose, Dallas, Vancouver, Seattle. And that's it. And then, of course, uh, the, what else we'll be talking about next... Well, next episode we'll be talking about Decision Day and then we'll be leading up to mm-hmm. the USA-Mexico game and the USA versus Jamaica game. So... Which is behind closed doors, too. The the Mexico, yeah, uh, USA Mexico game, yeah, yeah. No, the U- USA Jamaica. Sorry. Oh, 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 I was like, dang, they penalized Mexico finally. <laughs> they, they did actually. They did give them. They, a, they They gave them another two game thing that I guess had for the to women, the men's team. Oh, well, that's interesting. Yeah. So we'll. See. I, but we're in know, the states. We play them here. Yeah, yeah we play them in. TQL. We play them in uh, Wooden Spoon, capital of the world. Whoa. Um, hey, what else are you going to eat the Skyline the Chili? Skyline, baby. <laughs> Other than the wooden spoon. Um, so oh, at least it's real. something they can use, right? <laughs> Sorry. Roasted them today. Um, really <laughs> Playoffs start November 20th. All right, Jordan. Are you ready for this yeah. question? Uh, you're seven in the East. And seven in the West, because the next time we talk, it'll be decision day. And uh, it won't be as fun as decision day. So I want to know, right now, looking ahead, who are your seven in the East, one through seven? And who are your seven in the West? And then I want you to give your early prediction as to who is the, the, who are the teams that are, that should be looking out uh, for an early exit as far as the Eastern and Western conferences are concerned. What was the last part of the question? So, like, who are the teams that are that going into the playoffs you're most concerned about? Okay, well, we already you can pick one on one. Okay, so here's here's my seven playoff teams. Are you ready? East, New England, Philly, Nashville, NYCFC, Orlando, Atlanta, Red Bull. I think they'll probably stay close to that order. I don't, I don't know if DC and Columbus are gonna jump over uh, Red Bull, and I, I, you know, Montreal. If I pick them, they could already be outdated by the time this comes out. I, I don't <laughs> think Montreal has enough to to do it either. So, I am going to go with the seven that are currently in the spots will be the seven that go into the spots, and that it'll be pretty close to the order that I just said, as they currently sit in the West. Seattle, SKC, Colorado. I do think those are the correct orders there. I do think Portland sneaks in fourth. 
Minnesota's got to be fifth. I, I do worry maybe Galaxy slips seventh and Vancouver takes six. But I don't think LAFC and Salt Lake are getting in. Teams I'm worried about going into the playoffs, uh, Orlando. Yeah. How many do you need from each conference there? Just one. Okay, Orlando yeah. is who I'm really worried about. And I will say I am worried about – I guess I'm worried about the Galaxy. I've been a believer in the Galaxy all season, but I do think they – I mean, they haven't been hot going into the playoffs, yeah. and, I, and I worry about them. Okay. I see that. Yeah, I'm going to go New England 1, Philly 2, NYC FC. Uh, I'm going to go with them for third because if they win a game and then Nashville loses. Well, hold on. Let me check before I say if Nashville loses. I want to check if they play. Okay, they play Red Bull. Yeah, I want to say it's at Nissan. I want to say that Nashville actually lose that game because Red Bull needs that game more than Red Nashville Bull. does. Red Bull. Um, so I'm going to say New England, Philly. I'm going nuts with the NYCFC and then Nashville. And then I'm going to say, you know what, Jordan? I'm going to do it. I'm going to go Atlanta, Red Bull, and Montreal. I'm knocking Orlando out. Really? Yeah. Uh, because I'm a fan of that team, and that seems to be <laughs> the issues with uh, every team is that when I root for it, it's not good. Yeah, I'm going to say that Orlando uh, stumble on out of the playoffs, which will be lovely. But they deserve it. I, I think Montreal actually deserves to be – they've played better, honestly, I think. So Orlando starts hot. Montreal's played a lot better than most expected, and I think Montreal having two home games in Canada against two weak teams in Houston and then – playing Orlando, who has not been great on uh, the offensive side or the defensive side. I, I think it's going to be a little bit difficult. Western Conference, and then obviously I'm going to be concerned. Uh, I'm going to go with, let's say I'm going to go with Atlanta for a team I'm concerned about. They haven't been as sharp as they had been. Um, they were really making a surge, and they, they had a really weak uh, schedule coming in, and they're still kind of sitting in that sixth spot. And I, I think that, you know, they're still in – territory where they could drop out of the playoffs uh, if things go and shake out right. Um, but I think that if you're looking at a team, I think Atlanta uh, would then be the team I'd be concerned about. Um, if Montreal wins two games, they're coming in a little hot and they've got their goalkeeper back. So I think that that's a big thing. Uh, Western Conference, I'm going to go Seattle, SKC, Colorado. And then I'm going to go – I'm going to go Minnesota, Portland – so I'm going to say they swap places and Minnesota and Portland play each other, I believe, or no Minnesota plays LA uh, and Portland plays Austin. I'm going to say that they stumble up against Austin for some reason. They can't defend. Um, so I'm going bold Minnesota, Portland, and then I'm going to go Vancouver RSL. I'm going to say galaxy and LAFC missed the playoffs just for the heck of it. Why not? Because this Wii League is wild. So they have a question on uh, MLSsoccer.com I want to pose to you here. Um, what team would be the biggest disappointment if they miss out on the playoffs? So uh, Columbus Crew? Me, yeah, that's what I was, <laughs> it's got to be. There's two answers, LAFC and Columbus mm -hmm. Crew, right? Mm -hmm. LAFC, everybody thought was going to be hot. Yeah. Um, and when you look at Columbus Crew, everybody thought they were going to run away with the East mm -hmm. and that 
you know, they're the reigning champs and the fact that they might get knocked out, even though that's kind of usually a, a thing for MLS not to really make it far after winning it. So maybe not too much of a surprise, but I think with how much people built them up, it's got to be those two teams, right? Yeah. I mean, Columbus had a lot of injuries, like their grocery list of injuries. While they do have depth, it would be kind of shocking. I would say that if you're calculating into the, if you're starting at the beginning of the season, I would definitely say Columbus just because of how good everybody thought they were going to be. But if you're talking about overall the script, I, I, I think Vela has been healthy enough uh, to where LAFC, there's no way that they should have missed the playoffs. Um, and especially with the Oranga coming in, I, I think that there's been, uh, you know, there, there's been issues with the team that I think that are deeper lying than um, maybe some of the fans want to admit. But I think, you know, giving up 45 goals uh, in the West and not having one of those tight defenses that you really need to be one of the top teams in the West, that's been an issue and struggle for them. Um, but having Vela kind of iffy every once in a while, and, you know, he's he's a world beater, but, Again, they just seem to have been hitting all the, the wrong notes all season. Um, and I think it started out with the Vela injury where he pulled up lame against Austin. Uh, and then, you know, Bob yanks out Vela because he thought he was hurt. So, I don't know. It's been rough for, for LAFC. But, Jordan, besides those two teams, because I think those two teams are obvious, I would also argue that uh, I would be pretty disappointed if I was Dallas. I mean, to finish 11th, when team, I mean, they thought they were a cusp playoff team and maybe even pushing up for five and six. Like, I, I'd argue that they've had a pretty rough season. Um, and they've also had to sell Tanner. Uh, and I think that Pepe's gone um, by no choice of his own, but he's going to be gone as well. And see, six, seven, we had him there. But they've been really disappointing, to be honest. I mean, it just doesn't seem like they've got what they need. They had to go in and fire Lucci, um, selling all their players, Paxton, Pomichol's been okay, but not brilliant. Uh, they were hoping that he'd have more of a resurgence. He hasn't. And, you know, they've got this kid that's just sitting there um, that won't be there come January. So that's kind of disappointing. Yeah, now I'm kind of hoping Galaxy slipped to seventh because I had them seventh. Like that would, <laughs> that would be pretty great. I nailed Houston too right now. Houston's in 12th. That's what I yeah. had. That's what we both had. Uh, so that'd be interesting. Um Okay, quick uh, little things here. Pat Onstad is now the Houston Dynamo um, general manager. It was announced Monday morning. He used to be a goalkeeper there. He won the back-to-back MLS Cup titles in 06 and 07. So I saw him win one of those titles in D.C. because it was back when they did neutral neutral finals um, that I saw the 2007 um, Revs versus Houston final in RFK Stadium. So... Uh, yeah, but so he's a club legend going back there. We'll see how that how that goes with them. And of course, Jordan Morris uh, came onto the pitch yesterday for the first time since he tore his ACL uh, at Swansea. So, um, congrats, Jordan. And uh, you know, there is supposed to be a USA friendly in December with mostly MLS mm-hmm. players. So maybe we'll see Jordan Morris there. Exciting! I'd be excited. Uh, anything else before we head out of here? Uh, United States is going to play friendly against Bosnia Herzegovina or whatever you say. Bosnia Herzegovina, yeah. yeah. Uh, December eighteenth to kind of prep. This will be a friendly, um, just to you know stay sharp for the January window that's coming, uh, because it, that January window might actually be the the one, right? The one that tells you how we're looking and if we're really solid to qualify. This next one's huge, um, but I would say January is like the over the hump. 
if this if you go through January and play well. So that's pretty big. They'll be playing in LA, um, and that'll be that'll be a fun one because we don't usually get to see teams from Europe. So it'll be a good game or a good match. And looking forward to the U.S. game and U.S. team that's getting ready to play, and um, maybe all these transfers that are getting ready to happen. But uh, a couple notes: Adam Buxa had a foot injury. I don't know if you saw this, Jordan. Um, yeah. He, they don't seem too concerned. They think that he's going to be able to play through it. Um, so there's not huge concern there. Raul Rui Diaz did return. Um, he scored the Paneca uh, penalty penalty uh, against uh, who did they play last? They played uh, was that Minnesota? Why am I blanking? I just, who? We just who did Seattle just play? No, they just played LA Galaxy. Yeah. LA, that's who it was. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's returned from injury, and I think there was well, was there one more that was like I thought there was one more. Maybe I'm I'm just blanking. But yeah. Oh, uh, we didn't talk about Paxton, dude. Oh yeah, Paxton. Yeah. Paxton scored. <laughs> he did. That's you know that's uh, he he's been doing well. Um, they you know Curtin's been playing the kids a lot more. It's been helping actually. Um, you know, it's actually it's just been helping overall right. to get them settled and and ready to go with um with it because you know it, it is something that was uh, a little frustrating at the beginning of the year when you have all these um, kids that are ready to go and you know they got to give time you got to give them time to be able to to be ready to go. Right. Um, lately, they've been getting it, so hopefully that helps going into the playoffs. But mm-hmm. yeah, it feels pretty good. All right, uh, so I guess that's about. If you want to follow us, you can give us a good follow on Twitter at Stateside Show, Instagram at Stateside Show, Facebook.com slash Stateside Show, or email us at Stateside Show at gmail.com. Uh, we have merch available too, if you like that, for all of our shows right now. We have some merch available. We have, uh, if you want to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, that would help other people find us. But other than that, have a great rest of your week, and we will catch you all on Decision Day. Tomorrow, throwing his body in, it's going to fall for Ibrahimovic! Oh, come on! Come on! Thank you for listening to Stoppage Time Soccer Show. We hope that you continue to listen to our show as we recap the U.S. Men's National Team, Americans Abroad, MLS, USL. This is Stateside Soccer Show presented by Stoppage Time Soccer Show. Have a good one.